Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about moisture. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. We always have been, by the way. We always will be. That's our thing. That's what we're about. Um, and I have a stripped down panel today, both uh, clothes wise and in numbers. First up, uh, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, excuse me, real quick. I'm going to go drop some change over here for no particular <laughs> reason whatsoever. <laughs> That's charming. <laughs> Uh, also joining us today at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter, it's Sarah Hathaway. Eee! 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 <laughs> TV eee! smash, glass break. <laughs> What's but, funny about that is this is so my husband watched this with me and it was yes. his first time watching this movie because he is a boy mm-hmm. and uh, he made a joke about her speaking in dolphin language earlier in the movie oh, and then shit. I was like oh oh he's gonna be so excited when this scene <laughs> happens and he was like stunned that they actually did it I mean it's weird right because she's like I don't speak English but my name is pronounced this way is suggesting that they always speak dolphin that's yeah, well, normal... I mean, they live under the water. If you stayed for the credits, you know that she lives in Atlantis. Yep. So oh, I they didn't... presumably speak underwater. I didn't stay for the credits. I'm. Oh, that's going to change the... how I talk about a lot of stuff. Oh, my that, goodness. That makes me, bring, makes me think of something I hadn't considered before. Is there, like, mermaid TV that he can watch and learn this the This is what I was wondering. From? I was going to yeah, ask gonna about this. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about this. Like, the, the postscript of this movie is another movie I would watch in a heartbeat. I, okay. I, yeah, because I definitely watched, like, I let the credits run for a little while, and it was just, like, words over water. Is there, and then there's something after that where we see Atlantis? No, it's right before it just goes to just words. It's at the end of the sequence where they're like swimming, where they're back in Hawaii. Because remember how he washes up on the shores of Hawaii from Cape Cod in that one scene? (laughs) (laughs) It's like when they go back to Hawaii at the end of it. Yeah, okay. Alex, it's, uh, you may be confused because it's actually a map painting. It is not literally the city of Atlanta. Right, right. So that's maybe where you're it's, getting confused. Okay, I, so I just pulled it up so I could watch it while you are explaining it. And yeah, it's just a two-second map painting of what might be an underwater city. But man... It definitely is an underwater city. That yeah. answers a lot of questions for me that I had, so I'm glad you said something. You um, know what questions I have about that TV sequence? I, I would love uh, to hear them at some point. Was the uh, just... Sure, no. There's good. no CCTV at that point how are they going to explain that to their boss what happened to all the tvs like there's no security cameras right oh just all this all the tvs broke at the same time yeah and what do you say to you how do you explain that to your supervisor like what do you mean there was no well, security like, cameras in the 80s it's crazy what's the guy's name crazy willie crazy the guy it's it's like that really bargain priced TV chain. So if she was going to break anyone's TVs, it's probably good that it's this guy because I'm sure he doesn't actually care that much about his inventory. (laughs) That's a great point. (laughs) It was. Yeah. uh, But what? Wait, Andy, why do you not think that there was was close circuit TV in the 80s? That feels like there was. I mean, was there? Would there have been one in that store? Yeah. They sell cameras. Yeah. But I mean, that's a good point. I guess I don't know when CCTVs really began. Uh... Well, I'm sure I could find out from Wikipedia, but not. Oh, see, the first patent was in 1969. Oh. But digital nice. multiplexing. Let's see. Uh, now, uh, video surveillance was not widespread until the 80s when VHS uh, took over. So, yes, they had security cameras. Okay. Man, I've solved two things by looking it up pretty fast this morning. Just. You're fucking out of control, really man. I'm really proud of myself. 
Anyway, uh, so this is episode number 401 of the podcast. Yay! We have now done as many episodes as the number of Ks you're allowed to have when you retire. (laughs) That's how that works. Anyway, speaking of make-believe stuff from the 80s, this week we're talking about the 1984 film Splash. See, that was a, a joke about how I don't have a 401k. Also, there's like mm. it was a bunch of jokes. There was layers in that one. It was like an mm-hmm. opera cake of jokes. Uh, oh. <laughs> we're talking about Splash, you guys, uh, from 1984, uh, directed by Ron Howard, uh, starring Tom Hanks and Eugene Daryl Levy Hannah. and Daryl Hannah and John Candy and, and John Candy. Wow. And Eugene Levy. Yeah, and Eugene. Yeah. But uh, most importantly of all, Daryl oh, Hannah. I would have assumed jo- that uh, that Eugene Levy had never aged a day because he always seems the same age in movies. And now he was so young. I know. Well, Isn't that weird? So is so, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks is a baby. <laughs> I was Eugene- like attracted to him. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene Levy is also like angry in this movie, which I've never yeah. seen him play that mm-hmm. type before. You know, he usually plays like a very specific type of character you know kind of like a bumbling dad type thing like the christopher guest movies american pie to see him just so outraged from the jump i was like whoa what is this eugene for, for unclear reasons yeah oh my gosh no such clear reasons guys <laughs> okay it's because okay. he feels inadequate in his field oh well, yeah well yeah for inadequacy reasons um <laughs> we're watching this because it is wet month you guys happy wet month Yay! Get wet. Stay wet. Yeah, you remember. This is one of our... Uh, I can't remember where this tradition started. We just had some movies that were wet-themed a couple Augusts ago. Anyway, I'm so excited about it. And we have some wet-themed movies. This one, mm. you kind of want to stay dry, because otherwise you might turn into a mermaid. But in the end, everyone gets wetter than you could ever imagine. It's a great wet movie. and It's... Ugh, it was voted for by our meat buddies. So if you are a meat buddy already, you can go to our secret meat buddy voting area and vote on what month picks if you haven't already. Uh, and also, if you want to have a say in what we're watching and reading, go to redistribute.com slash meat buddies and you can become a meat buddy today. And then you'll be able to vote on topics much among some other um, cool benefits. Also, uh, we just launched the redesigned website and it's so much better and shinier and, and newer than the other one. But the new website also allows you to uh, become a meat buddy without PayPal. So if the thing holding you back has been your hatred of PayPal, and that may sound silly to some of you, but I've had at least four people tell me that's what was holding them back. Now you don't need PayPal. So go to redistrict.com slash meat buddies and you can sign up today and then get to vote. And uh, also, speaking of the new website, sorry to everybody who's podcast app downloaded a hundred of our episodes the other day that sometimes these things happen uh i tried really hard to avoid it so funny (laughs) well i I felt really bad and i got a bunch of freaked out emails my dad was like just sent me an email with the subject what have you done and then no text (laughs) that's that's so it's so many that's such a like funny large round number (laughs) well yeah it's because that's at the maximum number anyway there's technical reasons for it being 100 but um and not everybody had it but a bunch of people had it and so the the good news you guys is that our download numbers for last week look incredible (laughs) our like if we're going to try to get some advertising we're going to show them last week's stats because that was a great week for us um also, uh, some people have been, uh, like, a bunch of people in the Facebook group have been super nice about it. Like, oh, free episodes. What a great deal. I get to listen to these episodes. Like, people were really nice. But 
And actually, actually, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but other podcasts that I listen to have, have had this tech, same same thing. When you do some back, like switch the backend server to your episode, sometimes it happens. And I had a much better than ours show, not better quality, but, uh, you know, more expensive um, show do this to me a couple weeks ago. And I was actually stoked because I listened to a bunch of their back catalog I hadn't heard before. So maybe I know everyone's not mad, but if you are mad now, you know what happened. I'm sorry. Um and uh and once you get through listening all 100 episodes and you get caught up to this one you'll know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) You're just just years away from finding out the explanation. Um, so let me summarize Splash for you guys. Um, and I'm going to summarize. This is based on the uh, Disney Wikia. So I don't know. Mm. Did Disney have something to do with this? Did they produce this? Yeah, this is a. This was the first Touchstone picture, which yeah. is Disney's oh. like adult imprint production, co- like a publishing company. They're still not a, publishing they're company, still around, distribution right? company. Yeah, Touchstone Pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they're don't use them stuff. as much as they used to. But I mean, for a while, Disney had you know, Touchstone, uh, Miramax, and another Mir- one. Miramax had- was for their like super adult. Yeah, this stuff. indie. That was their prestige, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, company that they bought. But they don't own any of... I think they still own Touchstone, but they don't own Miramax anymore. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, oh man, there's also a sequel? I didn't even know that. All right, so much to learn. Uh, I've never seen it. You, no one should, You've I never assume. seen Splash 2, T-O-O, the hilarious encore of the box office hit, Walt Disney Home Video. It, no, I mean, the, no, it's a standalone film. The only new version of this I will accept is if that gender swap version starring Channing Tatum actually happens. <laughs> that seems like it would be up your alley. Yes. What would you feel about like a sequel reboot that picks up 25 years later? <laughs> uh, oh, so it's like them now, but they're yeah, underwater? Yeah, I would be really into together. that. If it's like a like a before sunrise style checking back in <laughs> but it's a, but it's in atlantis a matte painting of atlantis i would be into that i but am so interested in seeing them in atlantis and i want to talk more about that uh, think about too. it okay it's jurassic world type thing tom hanks dale hannah they have a son moon man channing mm. tatum mm. he knows okay. about this the city his dad has always told him about he wants to go find out find his own love right there mm. i just wrote a hundred million dollars <laughs> That's really good. But he wouldn't make any of that money at the box office. That's just from product placement alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all Bloomingdale's money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. All right, so here's, here's the summary of Splash, uh, as best as I can put it together. Ten-year-old Alan Bauer and his pervert brother on a boat near Cape Cod. <laughs> his pervert brother. <laughs> uh, his, yeah, his pervert brother has this trick that Anthony alluded to, which is where he spills, like, a lot of change... At the feet so of some change. woman, and then climbs down and doesn't even pretend to pick it up and just looks up her skirt, and yeah. she doesn't seem to care. You know, for all that change he has, he could have just bought a mirror and stuck it on his shoe like Pee Wee Herman did, you know? He could all... Oh, man. Yeah. Also, for that much money, even in the 80s, he could probably have bought a porn magazine and not ruined anyone else's day, right? <laughs> well, he does read Penthouse, as we he know. He's a, yeah, he's a big yeah. Penthouse fan later on. So uh, anyway, so Alan and the pervert are on this boat near Cape Cod when Alan either jumps or falls or was pushed overboard for no reason. Um, he's rescued then by a... He jumps. He, it says he jumps, but I don't know. I felt like there was some... He jumps. He sees her in the water and jumps. Yeah, he sees, he sees like the mermaid. But then, yes. like, she saves him from drowning, but she also caused him to drown. This is what I'm saying. I feel like there was some foul play here. 
Well, he wasn't drowning, though, if you get into last act spoilers, right? Like, he was fine under the water. Well, he was going to be was drowning safe until with her. she yeah. saved him. I don't I feel like there's like a siren, like she dashed him on the rocks kind of thing right there. I don't know. She was like eight. I don't I don't put any blame on her. <laughs> yeah, so he anyway, so he jumps overboard to touch this mermaid, it works, they kiss, and then have this instant bond. Years later, Alan is played by a still very young Tom Hanks and his still sexual assault happy brother, uh, John Candy. They run a produce business together, which matters sometimes, but Alan is super depressed about a breakup, so he returns to Cape Cod, where he again falls in the water and is again saved by the same mermaid. What are the odds? Except now this mermaid is played by a somewhat damp Daryl Hannah. Afterwards, she appears nude on the beach, minus her fish parts, and they kiss again. She disappears into the sea, and he goes back to New York to sell produce, but then she finds his wallet, and so she also goes to New York to find him. Apparently, there's a deleted scene here where she visits a sea hag who expositions this whole thing about how you get to be a human for six days, something like the moon, um... And if you don't turn back to a mermaid by then, we'll, you'll stay there forever. But also, if you get wet, you become a mermaid. Anyway. It's not hard. I don't know. These mermaid, you're making these mermaid rules sound complicated. They're not actually very complicated. No, 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 they're not complicated. They're just arbitrary. And what I needed was a sea hag to say, this is the way it is. Because then I'm into no it. No sea hags. We were, that's all we were missing. A moratorium on sea hags. <laughs> I want I want one nice mermaid movie without a sea hag. That's well, you, all you got it. They they cut it out. You got it exactly. Um, I, went, I mean, this movie does like, even though like it plays sort of fast and loose with its rules, it seems, but they seem to be fairly consistent and very easy to understand. Like yeah. the yes. scene of yeah. her trying to dry herself off is like, oh, I get it. That's how the rules work. And what makes you uh-huh. a mermaid and what yep. makes you have legs, right? It's yeah. like also. They, I mean, she should have just said she was taking a shit. Okay, we, we had to talk about that scene for sure in a second. Because that scene's There's the craziest. There's an easy fix. That Matt. seems the craziest scene in the whole movie. Um, we'll come back to the shit scene. Um, anyway, so now it's time for Act 2, Fish Babe in a City. So she finds Alan, and with some, some help from some kind police officers, because New York in the 80s was a nice place, and they fall in love without ever talking. Uh, she learns English super fast because of TV, um, but learns everything else about modern human life very slowly. Then, an angry scientist played by a young Eugene Levy with still the same size eyebrows exposes her as a mermaid by throwing water on her in public. The government kidnaps her, does some science on her at the Museum of Natural History, even though it should probably be the Museum of Natural Present at that point. Um, and then Alan his, uh, and his pervert brother and the scientist stage the big escape, and in a progressive twist... Uh, uh, Alan decides to go to where his girlfriend's work is and so they move under the sea to be with her area Um, and then presumably he dies shortly after that because of hypothermia because you lose body heat underwater very very fast Uh, anyway that's the book apparently they they swim to a matte painting of Atlantis that I missed the first time but Yeah, I mean, we should touch on briefly the presumed geography of Cape Cod and the New England coast in this movie, because that was something I definitely didn't like didn't register to me as a child and watching it this time. I was like, wait, where did they go? Where is there a beautiful tropical coral reef and a pirate ship like on the East Coast? It it was very weird. They're all over the place. 
Apparently oh, well, they are, and, and it's full of mermaids. Did she? How long did they have to swim before they got to Atlantis? Because is is Atlantis like just off the coast of New York City? I don't. I mean, didn't they jump into like the East River yeah. too? Yeah. I, was, I mean, I I don't know, guys. <laughs> well, they, they jumped into the, Okay. There's another there's Let's, another deleted scene where they right after they jump into the East River they get uh, run over by a commuter boat. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, let's try to break it down. Okay, so if you jumped into the East River uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. swam, swam uh-huh. five feet under the surface uh-huh. for four minutes, where <laughs> would you end up? I mean, Atlantis, apparently. <laughs> also, maybe the toxic mud in the bottom of the East River? <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it's not a great river. Anyway, um, so before we talk more about it, though, that sounds kind of mean. So let's talk about Let's get our compliment out of the way. Um, we like to start an end of show with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich. Uh, Sarah, I'm gonna, you sound the most positive, so we'll make you go first. Oh my goodness, I am the most positive. So <laughs> I had a like VHS of this taped from TV nice. when I was little, and I watched Pirate. it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, my sister and I watched it like constantly. I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie. Like I hadn't seen it for probably about 20 years when I put it on yesterday. And I still remembered basically every line. Yeah. And this movie, like, meant a lot to me. And rewatching it now, like, this was something that my husband actually pointed out and was like, oh, yeah, because I was just really enjoying it. But he's like, it's so weird that this is a movie that has this, like, almost, like, pervy male gaze thing about it, about this, like, perfect, mute, hot woman who just shows up and turns your life upside down. But it's become this, like, movie that little girls really love. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that because when I watched it as a kid, the only thing I was thinking is like, this is a fun, magical mermaid. Yeah. I was like, not aware of the other stuff. And watching it now, I'm like, this this verges on being something that's really creepy and weird. But for some reason, it never felt that way to me. It might be because of my overwhelming nostalgia. But there's also this like real innocence to that movie, even well, though there's a ton of sex in it. There's yeah. a real like... um. Ron Howardness. Yes, <laughs> you know, like this, that's a good this, way to put it. This like almost too. Like I realized that too because I had the same exact experience that you and your husband had. My fiance <laughs> loved this movie. Like, she thought she didn't remember it super well, but uh-huh. then the second like was it Louis Louis starts playing in the credits. Yes. Yeah. She was just like, oh my god, I remember everything. I like, like gasped <laughs> with my hands to my heart. It's, it was yeah, like I it's, had amnesia. It's, and not, Louis, it's not Louis Louis. It's um uh. uh it is it's no, it's Wooly Bully, isn't it? Because oh my god, what repeating nonsense words are we saying? <laughs> no, I know, but I, I it's a uh, um. It's Wooly Bully. You're right. One, two, one, uno, dos, three, quattro, or something like that. It's that yeah. song. I think it's Wooly Bully. Anyway, it sounds a lot like Louie Louie, but I think it's different. It's Mambo Number Five. <laughs> But she, like, the second that started, she was, like, like like you said, like an amnesia patient. Yeah. And she's like, I remember all of this. <laughs> and it was, like, a really fun experience that way. And, like, she kind of had – we had the same conversation that it sounds like you two had about, like, the sort of weird dynamic that this is, like, a weird, like, bro – like, sex fantasy almost. But mm-hmm. it really does feel like a, like a Ron Howard and that kind of, like – it's very soft. It obfuscates that in a lot of ways with, like – you know, the silliness and like, yeah, he's going back and constantly having sex with this woman, but they never yeah. really like... Before they've ever spoken. Yeah. But she's also like into it and you don't... I never get the impression watching it that she's like... 
I don't know, like a shy virgin who's like, let's try this out for the first no, time. No, no, no. She's uh, she's like, even starts though, it and is into it. She's like, yeah, this is why I'm here. Let's even though do she's it. only gotten a vagina two days ago. I mean, mermaids do it. They do. I just, they do it in their <laughs> fish hole, which I'm assuming is not a vagina. I don't know. They that. lay eggs. They lay eggs. So yes, they probably, so <laughs> they haven't been doing it. They she's spawn. been laying eggs on a rock and then her boyfriend has been goofing all over them. And that's it. But yeah, you I mean, know what? Like, that really counts. It's, it's just like maybe she just got out of like a like a long term relationship with a merman and was just wanted to like let her hair down and see what else was out there, you know. Well, there's also this weird fate thing, right? Because they kissed when they were children, um, so like they have been like tied together forever since they were eight. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm looking at a Yahoo Answers page called "Do Fishes Have Vaginas." <laughs> my mom didn't know what a good page. so <laughs> let's see no most i mean both... i wasn't needing to get that into it i was thinking that people and living creatures express their sexuality in a wide range of ways and it doesn't have <laughs> to be the way that humans think about heterosexual sex so she's probably had sexual encounters in her yep. own way throughout her she's life she's laid, laid eggs all over the place yeah i i think i i so yeah i mean that is a really interesting thing about it because the um, the fact that they don't talk really bugs me, and the fact that John Candy—it's the—it's like the funny joke that he likes to assault these women in public, right? I don't know. Assault's even kind of a weird word, but like, look up their skirts when they don't want it. I don't know. And like, that's super not charming to me. But John Candy is kind of charming, so that's all weird. Um, but yeah, it does actually. I think it does in the end, especially it like pulls out the innocence and it handles stuff like that stuff the right way. Yeah, that it makes I mean, it okay. once it like it could have gone two ways, right? It could have they could have gotten like uh gotten into like the the sort of like dynamics and what was happening uh here in the third act, or they could have become ET and they decided to go the ET route. Well, right? but uh-huh. ET if uh, if like ET's girlfriend went to space with him. Yeah. I mean that's well, yeah. I love the ending of it. I think the ending of him going to live in Atlantis is so good. It's so good because yeah. that's all you want. Like whenever I watched The Little Mermaid as a kid, I was like, "Go be a merman, Eric. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. This well, is is like her world is better." Eric had more to live for. Tom Hanks just had this shitty brother and a bad company that was about to go go under cuz his brother signed a bunch of contracts they couldn't meet. And well, arguably, he felt adrift his whole life because he was meant to be. Yes, a meant to be man. under the sea because he yeah. kissed this one girl. Yeah, I mean, I love the ending a lot. That's, I think, the thing that makes this fun for me. And if it had gone a different way, I could have fallen out of love with it. But my major compliment is it got me a couple of really solid laughs that I was not. I was not expecting to laugh as hard as I did. But the one that really got me was her eating the lobster shell first. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they went out to fancy dinner, and she. What I loved about it is she didn't give a fuck. Like, everyone in the restaurant stops and is staring at her, and she just keeps going. And, it's... and even, like, later, she picked up on the fact that it wasn't appropriate for yeah, people yeah, later to do, she's and she just casually goes, that. oh, that's just how I do it, sorry. Yeah. And it's, like, not a big deal. Like, they never make her apologize for her otherness, Fishness, nor yeah. do they celebrate it as her being the most magical person on Earth. Like, yeah. it verges on that a few times, but it's also just, like... No, this is just how she is, and sometimes it's presented as flat out annoying, but most of the time it's just like lovable no, weirdo. It's, it's not any weirder than a lot of people you know. Yeah. The the other one that really got me was Eugene Levy uh and Tom Hanks when uh Tom Hanks says, I didn't even like you when I first met you and Eugene <laughs> Levy is like, No one likes me when they first meet me. <laughs> 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 it's just such a great 
Uh, I don't know. I like that a lot. Anyway, those are my major comments. Uh, Anthony, what's yours? Um, you know, I I did the John Candy joke at the beginning. We've spoken about him a few times, and he his character is kind of a creep and like a very like eighties uh, sort of stereotype of like what like the male best friend in rom coms is like. You know, yeah, very mm-hmm. boys but, will be boys eighties yeah, vibe ev- to the whole but, thing. Like every few years, I am reminded of how much of a treasure we lost when we lost John Candy. <laughs> um, and this movie was like that again. He's just like. Even, like, the the stuff, especially, like, at the end when he kind of comes around and is like, you know, I, I just do this because I feel inadequate and you have real love, something I'll never have. Like, yeah. John Candy's really good in the Like, everyone's really good in this movie. But John Candy was great in everything. Yeah. Um, he, and he was, I, I guess I'm just bothered. I don't want – I mean, I hate to cut you off, but I just want to – like, because I watch planes, trains, and automobiles fairly recently, like, last year sometime. And, like, he is great, but he also plays in – unbelievably annoying piece of shit pretty often and it's weird yeah. to have somebody who's so like like could be so charming but who always plays monsters but is also like the hurt of planes trains and automobiles and is incredible mm-hmm. in the final act i mean yes yes what do you say about planes super trains annoying. and automobiles it's just like that's just, he's brilliant but his thing is also being completely annoying yeah but he's also like he was great. I I just He's great. I'm John not saying Candy he's not great. I'm saying it's just interesting to have somebody so great who almost always has to play dicks. Yeah, that's true. He was really good at it. He was. He was delightful in this movie. I I mean, yeah, the the cast of this across the board was so good. Um I I thought I thought the four of them were all like a were were all great. Um and uh uh so let's do like I mean, obviously, let's just do sort of a feels dump. Obviously, Sarah, this Metalogy is a child. You still loved it coming back. Anthony, you said you'd never seen it before. Yeah. Sounds like you had a good time. Yes, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I had never seen it before. And I also enjoyed it. I was not expecting to because it was mostly the Meat Buddies picked it because they know my my dislike of halflings. Um (laughs) She's not a mermaid for much of it, though. Well, when she is a mermaid, it's it's a surprisingly good, like, tail <laughs> yeah the yeah. tail's solid and and doesn't they didn't try to make the tail do too much it mostly just uh-uh. flopped out um yeah well, she just swims <laughs> from yeah. like a uh, a directing standpoint like i thought like you really see like the like the uh the talent around how especially like the the bathroom scene which we'll talk about yes but everything about her transforming into a mermaid like there's so many like iconic shots in that scene that I've seen mm-hmm. before. Like the scene of her tail coming over the end of the bathtub, yes, her yeah, legs transforming that. into the fins. Like there's like some really great images, and you never get those in rom coms, right? How many rom coms have like iconic shots in them? Not yeah, a whole yeah. lot. Mostly the directing so flat. Uh, but yeah, the directing in this is great, and like it looks amazing in a lot of places. And yeah, it's just cool. The rules of the mermaids and that whole like. I'm in a bathroom and all of a sudden my bottom half is a fish is just like H2O just add water that Australian yeah, mermaid show we watched a couple salt, years ago. It's salt water specifically, which that, I think is like a her? good a good bonus. Yeah, it's salt water specifically. They they show that in that scene. I mean, so I got this instinctively as a kid, and I think it's like 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 you're saying, Anthony, it's just like good direction, like yeah. good good use of like visual storytelling. Yeah. They don't ever have like here is how I'm a mermaid, here's how it goes. They have this scene where she gets up, she gets a, a container of salt out of the drawer, and they yeah. show you the salt really clearly. They really clearly show her pouring it into the water, and then when she touches it, that one's when the scales appear on her, and you're like, oh, great, that's yeah. what I know. And then 
she dries off and now she has legs again and it's like great we don't need to know anything more apparently there was that sea in that sea hag scene the sea hag told her um you have to get re-wet once a day or else you'll uh, something anyway something, something. but it didn't yeah, matter and but that it, there was some it, really yeah. good yeah. i think that like especially learning about that scene which like oh i guess that makes sense but also good cut ron good editing that that would have been yeah. unnecessary and long and they did a really nice job with it like, i mean people are kind of willing to go along with like mermaid mythology and this does go really well with like disney's little mermaid which is why it's right. such a natural thing for a disney imprint to do it's because it's like yeah we accept it we accept that somehow like mermaids can be human for short periods of time and we're just yeah, gonna buy into can. that yeah yeah, yeah. Although, uh so i, I d- genuinely liked it i had a good time and the mermaid stuff she was so she was a person a lot but when she was a mermaid it was great and like I said, Tom Hanks going to live in Atlantis is makes it such a more interesting movie. Um, there were a couple of little things that I thought were weird. The main thing that bothered me was that bathroom scene. Uh, I it, The bathroom scene made no sense. Um, okay, so here's the scene. Let me set the scene for you guys. <laughs> so she apparently, because she either wanted to or because she had to, decides to take a saltwater bath in the middle of the night at, like long after they'd had sex. She wakes up, goes in the bathroom, locks the door, pours salt in the bathtub, fills a bath, climbs into it, turns into a mermaid, is having a a dandy time. And then Tom Hanks is like, oh God, she must be dying in that bathroom. And like knocks the door, says, let me come in. And she says no. And then he loses his mind, assuming she's in trouble, even though she says repeatedly that she's fine. Well, he hears her flop onto the floor. He hears, yeah, a flop sound, but she said she's fine. And also that flop sound could be poo related. Yeah. Also, she could just be doing whatever she wants in your bathroom and it's not your business. She said she's fine. You don't have to break down the door. No one who is in distress is going to be saying I'm fine over and over and over again from the back. Yeah. I mean, right? He, and then he breaks I mean, down the door to his own goddamn bathroom. Ugh. Yeah, that is like... Uh, he does go from like zero to freaked out really fast and it could just be because there's this whole like really surreal aspect to how they just like met and instantly started having amazing sex and like yeah. hadn't talked that much. Yeah. So he could be like, wow, she's like shooting up or something in there. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? I, it does, it definitely is like a bit of a bummer. Cause you're like, dude, just let her like be in the bathroom by herself for a couple of minutes. It's like 3am. <laughs> let her yeah. live her life. Yeah. And, but I do, she, she, I mean, she didn't know, like, she's not, she doesn't know enough about people to, like, lie quickly, but there are a bunch of things she could have said to get him to stop. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I'm in the bathroom, should be enough. I I just, yeah. I mean, it was, so obviously, the, you know, it's a lighthearted comedy, and so the whole point was to make some drama of him about to come in and her trying to get rid of the tail fast enough. Like, it's just a mm-hmm. joke, but it made so little sense for his character, which was just so upbeat and I know. and professional yeah. and cool. And then to just all of a sudden break down a door and like the bathroom is just like, if she did this in like some other room, if she was locked in the garage, I mean, there's a lot of places where yeah. this would be weird, but a bathroom is just like an easy place where someone's like, yeah. no privacy, please. And you're like, I'm not going to break down the door. Yeah. It almost seems like in the original scripts, there was like a, a, pool in his apartment building or something yeah and then yeah. they like, couldn't afford that so they were like just move it to the bathroom it, <laughs> the scene makes just as much sense in there although you yeah. know what he apparently has a water hookup somewhere because they get that the fountain, fountain in. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean she trades her like birthright mermaid jewel necklace for it 
Oh, it's probably doubloons and whatnot. Yeah. They didn't get too much into the necklace, but her necklace looks like it was made of um, very expensive treasure. Well, and the the necklace is important because we see the child mermaid having the same necklace. That's how we know he's with the, the girl that he fell in love with and not just some other rando naked lady. Yeah. So it's important. And then she just gives it away to buy him a new fountain he doesn't want. <laughs> it is a cool fountain, though. I mean, I hope yeah, right? like his pervert brother keeps it when they... Go back to like empty out his apartment since he's now a fish man. <laughs> right. Then I guess so. His brother did know that he left to become a fish man, so his brother is going to be okay with all that. I mean, I think I think the implication is that he has to be. It's a bummer that he doesn't get a chance to say goodbye to him. Right. But I assume they had like a nice moment when they were like getting him set up on the side of the tank that he somehow yeah. decided it would be funny to fish into. <laughs> As like a sight gag, even though the tank is empty. <laughs> yeah, that was a great sight gag. I, I, I'm also like, as far as the mermaid rules, the one rule that I wish was explained a little bit more is where she's, where he's like, "I'm gonna come become a fishman with you. I'll just come back for Christmas." And she's like, "You can never come back." And then they don't well, discuss why. Yeah, I mean, but if if so, but he's a human. He's not magical. Right. She's a, a semi-magical being as a mermaid, right? And But that, still, with her powers, she can only be a person for seven days until the moon is full. Right. Like, I have to assume that their magic isn't actually all that powerful. Probably it's one of those deals where, like, we can do one thing for you, and the one thing I'm going to do is make you able to live underwater. But how... Okay, so this is the, other, the question now. So he... Because, like, being underwater is really bad for human skin. And so, presumably, the mermaids, as we've discussed before on the show, are excreting some large amount of mucus to keep their upper half yeah. uh, from freezing, which uh-huh. makes them less fun. But um, uh, how, it, how often does she have to kiss him to keep him covered in mucus? That's what I'm wondering. Like, how often? Because there's a I weird mean, they, power dynamic, kissing. right? If you're like, I need you to... Well, right. They are into kissing for now. But, like, she can't ever, like, go on away on business to China Atlantis or whatever. She, she he's got to be like no i need i need to be kissed every three hours it's just a weird power dynamic and then she like literally is keeping you alive so you can't you don't feel like you can ever say anything like i don't like the way you're treating me right now because then she'll not kiss you and you'll drown i think it was sort of a one-time deal and now he's okay oh she just yeah. kissed him she just kissed him into yeah. a merman she kissed him yeah. into a merman and now he's set set for life i guess that is good that that's enough for me like, you know, what if it, like, I kind of like that he's always had this ability, maybe since he was yeah. a kid, too, oh. and he just never knew because, like, he if never you got were told that you would drown, water. yeah, uh-huh. that you would drown if you held you, if you went underwater for too long, why would you ever test it? You know what I mean? Like, that's a good point. I have never tested it. I'm just assuming that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there could be a, a merfriend under the water waiting for you and. Yeah. Cape Cod, Hawaii. Next time I'm in Cape Cod, Hawaii or the East River, I'm going to try. I want to find my mer friends. I don't believe in yeah. drowning. I had a friend growing up who didn't believe cars could run out of gas because it had never happened to him. He And he thought that you just put gas in it to power the needle and then the needle ran out. That's pretty cute. <laughs> it's adorable. Anyway, so that's how I made it. lie the devil ever told. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> We're wasting all of these natural resources on getting our needles to stick up and then driving. It's all aesthetics. Yeah. I, which is a great theory. That's how I feel about drowning from now on. I believe it's all a lie perpetrated by big oxygen. Yeah. Um, uh, what, did anything, like, I guess this isn't a, a bother, but. Man, the 80s were weird, huh? 
Smoking on racquetball courts? That was pretty crazy. Smoking and drinking on racquetball yeah. courts. Also, racquetball, man. Uh, racquetball was in every like every rom-com from the 80s. It feels like there's a scene where the dudes are on the racquetball court just being like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And What's all up the, with your love life? I mean, yeah, every movie. There was so many racquetball courts in the 80s. It's a good sport. It's fun. But, it's very yeah. kinetic looks good on film you it know it does look good and it also does. it gives you a good chance to talk because you're standing really close to each other because like in, in tennis you're on the other sides of the net but on racquetball you're right there probably easier to frame the shot because they're in the same general area it would be a little crowded because you got to hit the ball towards the camera i guess yeah you have to hit it right at ron howard <laughs> <laughs> uh also in the 80s, uh, apparently a naked woman wandering around in New York is front page news. I used to do that little speech to like make my parents laugh. Yeah. The, like, the, when the Statue of Liberty Guard, there's like a beacon of hope for naked ladies everywhere. <laughs> Botchy balls, which is a good, a good exclamation of surprise we should all be using. Yeah. Um, that scene was great. I, in, in general really really love daryl hannah's bonkers extensions in this movie she has like mm-hmm. perfect crimped like 80s hair goals yeah like yeah. bleach blonde hair in this movie but her hair the length of her hair changes dramatically depending on how naked she needs to be in a scene right um or it's starting at her breasts the- and growing up onto her head yeah i mean <laughs> Special mermaid it's really power. funny a couple of those shots where it's just like She's just like wearing a bikini that is covered with hair extensions and they try to do a quick shot of it so you don't notice. <laughs> yeah. There's a shot of her on the, the beach in Cape Cod when she uh-huh. there's just like a, lot, a wide angle shot of her running in and her hair is just perfectly down the back that I thought I was like, I wonder how many takes they had to get of that. Yeah. No, it's glued uh, down. It doesn't move. Covered. Yeah. I mean, there's like some occasional nudity in this yeah. movie, which is also like kind of remarkable that again, it's not really like there's it's like not skeezy at all it's really it's really interesting like they never give her like a top when she's like being tested on either in the lab and no one seems to be thinking anything gross about her mostly because they don't think of her as a living creature which is sad in a different way but like there's never any like skeeziness about her the skeeziest people get is that when she's naked at the statue of liberty and then i guess when they call him uh a fish man I mean, I, yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I just thought it was, the, my favorite part about that whole thing is that the scientist finds out about this because his idiots are on his boat are reading the newspaper, and the cover the f- cover story of the New York Post is naked lady walks up on beach, which beauty just, bears yeah. all at the Statue <laughs> of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, that seems I mean, like maybe the, not a huge. I mean, it must have been a really slow news day. It's the she one scene. That makes so much more sense in like a modern day remake, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you do that same scene with Shannon Tatum coming up naked on the Statue of Liberty, and you have people just filming it with their phones, right? And it goes yeah, viral on Facebook or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's it wouldn't it, be on the cover of the newspaper, but it would be like uh, I don't trending know. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the Gothamist or something. Man ever shows up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredibly hot <laughs> naked naked guy does not speak, walks around confused by the Statue of Liberty. Like, that's a Gothamist story. Yeah. Pe- yeah. People would talk about that. Um, uh, the other thing but I guess can, I could... other thing that's great uh, about the uh, 80s... Sorry. Well, uh, go ahead, Anthony. 
Oh, I just wanted to. Uh, I mean, you should finish about the '80s uh, point, but I just wanted to mention those two idiots, the the Eugene Levy like his, assistants he had, goons. Those guys make choices with their <laughs> performance. They're so good. Uh, They're so good. They, they really didn't. One of them especially has like a monologue when he's just like looking out at the sea and he says like, and his line delivery is so specific and so <laughs> weird. I, and he also I calls him Mr. Corned Beef. Yeah. yeah. They, I, his love name a, is, I love uh, Dr. Corn Blue. mispronounce a last name that's not that hard. Yeah. yeah, so Eugene Levy's character's name is Dr. Cornbluth, but one of these two idiots, as he calls them, calls him Dr. Corned Beef, and it was like, it's so funny. <laughs> and when and then when they're introduced, they're like, we're not twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like the idiot twins, and they're like, we're not twins. Um, yeah. So the good, other great thing guys. about the 80s is that when she's like trying to pick her name, they're on Madison Avenue, and she's like, mm-hmm. I like Madison, and then he says, that's not a name. Yeah, it it wasn't. I know, Splash. isn't that adorable? That's I. That was one of the things. Uh, watching it my, with my fiance, she was like, um, "Okay, I'm not going to tell you what her name is, but I want you to keep in mind, her name was literally not a girl's name, yeah, or a name at all before this movie." So I was like sitting there, like just racking yeah. my head, like, "What name could it be? What what name's gotten really popular in the last thirty years?" And then they said Madison, and I was like, "No, that's just a girl's name." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, if you yeah. if this movie was in '94 and she was like Madison, he w- and he said that's not a name, he would have insulted forty percent of the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Because of this movie, it's yeah. crazy. Is it because of this movie? I don't know if you can actually yeah, track that. This, but. That's what um, I did. Like Madison, uh, the growth in popularity was from this movie. Like it was the year after this movie came out that Madison became like the high, like one of the highest like popular girls' names. Huh. Um, I think people just realize it's just like a cute name. I don't even think name, they're yeah. like I must name them after Daryl Hannah. But you know, no, it's, just, right, it's right, one of those right. things that just like comes, comes back around. Yeah, exactly. This is the story yeah. that I that my parents tell that is sometimes that sometimes that could be a lie, which is that like I'm not named after Alex Trebek, but it was like interesting, and then that plants the seed. Yeah, yeah. But if I meet Alex Trebek, I'm on Jeopardy, and he's going to be like, "What's a fun fact about you?" And I'm going to be like, "I'm named after you, Dad." Dad. <laughs> He does look kind of like my dad. Um, the the other thing about mermaids that really quick before we move on, I just wanted to say is it's important to remember whenever you're watching a thing about mermaids that they were actually manatees. Yes. Have you heard this, Anthony? Have I told you given you what? told you this theory? No. So there's a theory that uh, there's a common theory that uh, the explanation for why sailors thought there were mermaids was because they were actually seeing manatees, and. They were just, you know, didn't have great eyesight and, and were dying from scurvy. But and, there's a good reason well, they for were that, just like, too. They were like horny cartoon characters and looking at manatees and they just became yes. women on top. Yeah, yeah, well, they manatees become... nurse their young uh, vertically in the water like women do. Um, you know, women are always in the water vertical. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they like breastfeed their, their calves, basically. So yes. the, they, what they were probably seeing were nursing female manatees. And, and if, if you're, you, like, like, riddled with scurvy and whatnot and probably not very well educated and just so horny. Yeah. And you hadn't seen you haven't seen a woman in three years. You've been mm-hmm. living off hard tack that whole time. And you're – we're not good at polishing lenses yet, so your telescope is pretty fo- foggy. Um, but that's how bad – like, I, I love – I hadn't heard that thing about nursing. That actually makes a lot of sense. Because if you look at manatees, they are adorable, but not They're super so sexy. Cute. Oh, 
I think even manatees don't think manatees are super sexy. Oh, I bet they do. They seem like very confident in themselves. <laughs> they do. They, that's the thing about them. They seem so happy and confident. Um, I love manatees. I'm not saying I don't love manatees. I'm just saying I've never seen a manatee and been like, I'd hit that. Well, well, let's shake how you on a boat for a few years and see how you feel. <laughs> I mean, their faces, like, even if they were nursing, their faces are just giant and covered in whiskers. I don't know. I love it. But anyway, so the whole movie, that's a fun thing when you're watching a mermaid movie, is to think that this is all an accident and that the kid just accidentally saw a manatee overboard. And now he's going to go live in Atlantis to kiss this manatee every day. That's pretty fun, right? That would be great. It doesn't seem like it's and that the fun manatee to you still had the same hair. <laughs> yeah, he's got some hair extensions. That's how he's constantly tricking her. As he was always walking around New York, or to trick Tom Hanks is the guy's always walking around New York with hair extensions and nursing a calf. Now I just have this image of a manatee with a human lower half yeah. walking around New York City. <laughs> I no, don't need that. No, in my just head. just the single mono flipper. He's just flopping around New York City. <laughs> Oh, they are so cute. Nature's babes, the manatees. Snakes, haters. And I made myself so easy to love. Today's show is brought to you by our fabulous meat buddies. And we have a couple of meat buddies, new meat buddies to thank this week. We have been, uh, we've gotten a bunch of min, uh, of meat buddies recently. I want to call them manatees now. Um, mm. uh, that's not a terrible name. Um, actually, if we called them our manatees, it would make the same amount of sense as calling them meat buddies. But anyway, um, we have a couple new man, a couple new meat buddies uh, that I want to thank. First up, uh, David, uh, who I asked people how to pronounce them, and he said I could not. He did not think I could pronounce his name wrong. So, David Weebster, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a meat buddy. I could call you David Weebster. Anyway, it's Webster. I'm saying it wrong. Um, and he was like, if you have trouble, just remember the dictionary has my name on it. Uh, David Weebster. Oh, Mr. Dictionary. Yeah. Himself? <laughs> exactly. Um, That's a big get. Wow. Yeah. So generous. Yeah, of, yeah. He's giving us some of that sweet dictionary money. So, uh, DavidDictionary.com. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. You use, you use the rip-off one? Yeah, that's my, my go-to. Uh, they keep the real words in there. <laughs> that's where they keep those words they don't want you to know about. Yeah. Not like those Mr. Webster words. is always hiding stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we have been doing a compliment pile um, for our new meat buddies where we just make up something nice to say, but... Um, for Dave, for David, he said a uh, fun fact about me is that I like the parts of the show where it gets really off topic and end up with somebody buying a website, which um, uh, Anthony, I know you've been around for one of these, but it, it was Chris's least favorite part of the show is when we get a good running joke together and we'd be like, someone should buy uh, manatees babes of the sea dot com or something. And then we would do that. And Chris would hate it both because of the waste of money and because it took a long time to search domain names and find something mm-hmm. to buy and so um i'm gonna we're gonna do that for david we're gonna buy a website so uh let's see what do we want to buy for can, I, can I give a suggestion please 
how many ease.com before that's available? Just ease. Like you, just, <laughs> yeah, just her name. If we wanted to buy her name.com, right? Because here's the thing. E.com, totally taken. EE.com, probably taken. Yeah. I mean, how many E's do you think it takes before the website is available? Okay, good question. Uh, let's see. Five uh, E's dot com is not available. I'm, yeah, let's, let's take let's take a guess from you guys. Uh, uh, I'm gonna... hmm, you go ahead. I have to think about this. I I just kind of looked it up. Oh. I tried it. And where did uh, you get that? You got it. Six E's is available. Oh, it is. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I must have missed that because um, I was just uh, adding E's and it wasn't coming up. Oh yeah, I mean, I got six E's. No, six E's dot com is that's not available. Really? I oh, seven E's totally taken. Okay, yeah. So six E's for some reason just wasn't loading. Okay, let's try. I'm gonna say twelve E's is for free. Yeah, it's got to be at least at least that. It's got to be a super high number. I love this question, though. This is a fascinating question. Those at home take bets high, uh, higher or lower than... Sarah, what do you think? O- uh, above or below 12? You know what? I'm going to say above. I'm not, I don't think it's too much more above because I think people, you know, they, they have lives to live outside of <laughs> typing ease into their browser. But I, but I, bet, I bet it's a little bit more. Yeah, 12, 13, 14, all unavailable. <gasps> Jesus. Well, we are a really remarkable species. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's got to be over 20, and that's not just because I'm on 18. Wow. Uh, yeah, definitely 20 E's is taken. I I mean, the name has a lot of E's in it. It does. Whose name? What? Madison's. Madison's actual name. Oh. Not her, like, Ellis Island oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's what... You kept saying her name, and I wasn't sure you were talking about it. I get, I get it. I get it. e e e Let's do a... Let's just go a big. Let's take a big leap. Nope. I think it might... I, there might... It might be infinite. There might be a number of these <laughs> that isn't... There might not be a number of these that's available. Okay, how about this? I'm going to try E12E's.bike. Well, so that's... that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. So the next thing is what we like to do is we like to buy weird ones yeah. um because i'm up in the, i'm up in like 60 e's and i still have not found an empty one Jesus. so i think maybe God people have just damn. bought all the e's somebody a lot like of splash fans out there <laughs> <laughs> there may have just somebody had gotten a bot that was buying yeah i mean it might be like hundreds of e's might not be available there's probably also a maximum number of characters but i've not found an ease that is that is available so I'm gonna guess no go on this, but yeah. So like, well, th- there goes my splash fan site. <laughs> well, so here's no, but so here's the next one. So let's find the cheapest website that's like three e's dot something that we can afford. Okay, how about this? Uh, uh, so this is about a girl named Madison who has a secret. So Madison Secret is that a website or that sounds secret? like an escort site? Yeah, that's the kind of yeah, the probably is. Yeah, that for. does sound like it. So we could oh, get okay. E dot observer is only ten dollars a year. Observer, <laughs> yeah. You're uh, standing out on the—that's what we call my splash like fan community who gets together and looks towards the sea. <laughs> Do you want ee dot care? That's only seven dollars a year. A lot of these are expensive. So like ee dot mom is thirteen hundred dollars. Mom. 
Yeah. Uh, four E's, though, gets us some more. We could four E's dot baby. Four E's dot wine. <laughs> four E's dot cam is actually only 488. I like that. <laughs> That's our site that just watches her swim. See, I think Chris, if Chris was on the show right now, he would feel vindicated. He would be like, this is a terrible part of the show. <laughs> and I mean, the- it's not fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, Mr. Dictionary is loving this. Oh, I hope that he is. Four E's dot stream is only fifty cents. Let's get that one. Oh, Wait. stream like water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. I was, do you and, think this is for you, Mr. David Webster? Dot com is available because <laughs> that's oh uh, that yeah, probably would have been the shortest version of this bit. His only private <laughs> website. Yeah. The other, well, yeah, the shorter version would be me looking this up ahead of time, but um, I didn't. So. E-E-E-E dot stream uh, is now available. And if you go to that address, if you go to 4 dot stream, you can donate to our show. It's just going to redirect you to the donate page. Cause I we need swear to-, to God, when they remake the movie and they need that domain <laughs> and you get like 20 grand for it, Alex, I want oh some. Oh, gosh. shit. Yeah, I'll give you 10%. <laughs> uh, for sure. I, I think it's just important, though, that we get people who go to E-E-E-E, sorry, E-E-E-E dot stream right now and donate to the show because we need to pay ourselves back for this website we just bought really cut into the <laughs> david webster money we had uh all right other meat buddy i want to thank uh is sean campbell uh and uh well first sean said i'm sorry it took me so long to sign up uh which is yeah you're forgiven this time sean <laughs> it's weird to apologize for becoming a meat buddy that's weird um uh but he also he, sean had been a sean was a uh, sponsor of an episode a while back um and said that we should reopen sponsorships sometime in the future, and we will. And so for Sean, instead of a compliment pile, I asked Sean, and I th- I'm going to try this as a game for other people. We're going to play Two Truths and a Lie with Sean really quick. So I'm going to oh. tell you three facts about Sean. You guys guess which one is not true. I don't know the answer, so we're just going to decide on these. Um, Sean has a PhD in chemistry, a bachelor's in theater, and a black belt in taekwondo. I, can I believe all of them? <laughs> you can't. Can I believe that he is a modern-day... Renaissance, Renaissance man. Renaissance man, yeah. I mean, playing two truths and a lie with someone who's just really earnest and gullible might not work. <laughs> I, well, I really I don't feel say like, I'm good at it. <laughs> I really feel like this is kind of like one of those uh, triangles of like pick two because you can't possibly have all three. Oh, sure. Right? Like He's I could get time. that you have a chemistry degree and a theater degree right or like a bachelor's degree and a karate thing yeah but i can't see you having like or maybe chemistry and karate makes more sense than theater and karate yeah i i don't know well because what if he was like what if he did stunt choreography in theater yeah what if he was one of those people who's really into like swords (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he could be that uh yeah, so I I'm gonna go with uh the PhD. I mean, the PhD of these seems like the hardest to me. Also, I learned a fun fact about black belts recently, which is that black belts are not the highest level necessarily. That's not how that actually works. In mo- a lot of sports, have higher belts. Yep. So fun learning. I don't know. I just was always told you guys aren't impressed by that. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I am thinking about belts now, but like fashion belts. <laughs> sure. Well, those are also not necessarily stopping at black. 
That's true. There's a lot of other. I was thinking, what I actually started thinking about was like, wow, when I was in junior high, I had a chain belt that looked like giant rhinestones. And I wonder where it went because that was a <laughs> good look. <laughs> uh I, it's a tough choice. I'm going to guess that... Um, oh, man. What am I going to guess? Uh, yeah, I think the PhD in chemistry sounds like the lie. Because I feel like the black belt is the one that's designed to throw us off. You, you kind of have to decide who, what kind of person Sean is. Also, um, when you're playing two truths and a lie, right, you have a couple of options. You can either put the lie in the middle, like a coward... Or you can put it at the end, like super basic, because the game is called Two Truths and a Lie, so you're just doing it in the obvious order. Or you can put it up front because you're really confident. And I feel like Sean's got some confidence. He's the kind of guy who would put the lie first. I mean, walking around with that black belt, he's got to have a lot of confidence, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, that's my guess. Sean, let us know if, if I was right. Or Anthony, did you pick? What was your final guess? Uh, I was also the chemist. Sarah, final, final guess? I'm going to say he's not a theater major. Oh, okay. But you know what? I'm disappointed that we don't get to find out right now. I, I know. I should have asked for the answer. It really I, is a is, dumb, dumb game. I, I'm, I, I'm really disappointed. I, I'm going to lose a lot out. of sleep over this. I have insomnia, and this is, this is going to be one of the things that runs through my mind. Like, could I, you imagine if this was like an office orientation, and he played truth to two truths and the lie, but they're like, all right, we're not going to tell anyone what the truth and the lies are, though. Oh, yeah, you just got to walk finally- around being like, did Becky from accounting actually murder somebody? That's a really... That's like making your mark if that's how you play Two Truths and a Lie. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I love Two Truths and a Lie. I play. I teach the stand-up class, and I make the, everybody play it on the first day, so I've, I've thought about it a lot, and it's really fun. And uh, one of the things that I think about is like, because the, the, sometimes people try to win by saying, like, I have four kids when you have two kids. Who cares? That's Good lie. bullshit. Yeah. What I want is you to get me to believe something crazy. And if you can get to the point where I'm like, I don't know, maybe you were a per- prisoner in North Korea. Like, that means that the lie, the truths have to be really good or your lie has to be really well constructed. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, saying, like, murdered somebody, like, I don't know. I mean, you probably didn't. But, like, if you said, like, you went to jail for manslaughter and then the other ones were pretty good, I'd be like, there's no way you'd lie about manslaughter, would you? Yeah. Would be pretty yeah, fun. it would have to be like vehicular manslaughter. I think that's to what get we most exactly. I would try to come up with the reasonable way to explain that <laughs> instead but of I being don't... like, obviously, you're lying about that. But that's not how I would choose to introduce myself to a group. Well, you're, but you're no Sean Campbell. I'm not. <laughs> I I don't have the confidence of both a black belt and a PhD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he could he could kick your face or he could melt it with acid. He knows things. Uh, why is he? What's he got against my face? <laughs> Well, that was if you didn't believe. I don't know. Never mind. Sean would never do those things. Because when you when you have the skills, the black belt is not about kicking faces. It's about learning how to not kick faces. It's about discipline. Exactly. Oh. Just like a PhD in chemistry. Anyway, um, we got to wrap this up. It's, uh, so thanks for being Meat Buddies. Go to eeee.stream right now. Uh, like a dolphin. Eeee.stream. Meat Buddies. Meat Buddies. Meat Buddies. Meat Buddies. Meat Buddies. Meat buddies, meat buddies, meat buddies. Now it's time for lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. We're going in the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. We're going to go real quick, a couple of mini games. This is where I ask questions that are inspired by, but not necessarily directly related to the movie. Um, The first one is, uh, do you think it would be better to live under the ocean as a former human or live on land as a former fish? Which would be weirder? Which would be a harder adjustment, and which would be more fun? Well, 
Well, okay, this really bothered me about the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to get your guys' opinions on this. Is he stuck in his human form forever? Is he going to slowly become a merman? Because, like, she got to become yeah. a human. She got essentially, legs. Right? Mm. She got, even Plainfield. He, at the end, is swimming in, like, loafers. And, jeans. <laughs> yeah. and it's like that's, well, that's on him. And tough to do. <laughs> yeah, but it's like is he gonna He needs to get naked. He did take yeah, his shirt like, off. Like uh, is he aggressively. gonna become a man? Is he gonna get guilt like I hope he gets a, at least flippers because otherwise he's gonna be so slow swimming with these Seriously. like people who've been fished their whole lives. Well like can he hear underwater? Like you know what I like Sound is muffled. Human ears aren't designed yeah, yeah, yeah. to be underwater. How is he going to like communicate with her? Like, there's not enough about what exactly his end of the bogan. Well, is. there is in her- the sequel, Splash Two, Fish <laughs> Out of Water. <laughs> but yeah, like who's who rules? We understand. You have to get wet once a day. Well, I guess uh, you have human legs. And you can learn stuff from TV real fast. It's okay, so we all. But you, your question was like about ears, because the can his ears hear underwater? Like, are hers overly sensitive? Is like the lack of pressure going to make her eardrums explode at some point? Yeah. Is her head filled with oil like a whale, so that it doesn't explode at those great depths? <laughs> Man. Man, mermaid oil. That is it makes some great lamps. That's why there are no mermaids anymore. We hunted them almost to extinction. <laughs> That's true. Do you uh, do you want to hear a sad fact about whaling? No, I do not. Okay. Is it that they thought boats were friends? Yes. Not I all of them. Talk about it. Not I don't want to talk about it. Just the I right whales. It. That's why there's not many right whales anymore. Is because oh they God. thought boats were friends. I people are terrible. I know. <laughs> people are friends. terrible. We kill each other. We kill all the nice creatures. Ugh. Just the nice ones. We don't kill you know, the mean ones as often. <laughs> Goddamn. Boats were friends. Um, whaling is just like the the craziest thing to me that that existed. Like three years at sea, and just yeah. I mean, it's still kind of around in some places, although we should not well, get into talking about. We shouldn't. That. That's Ron Howard's last movie was about yeah, 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 in the heart of the sea. Uh, which mm-hmm. which to bring uh, it back full circle. It and made, like light cannibalism, right? Did they get into those oh, dudes? Uh, not light being cannibals. It opened on a rowboat with two guys surrounded by human bones, just like the book. Ah, uh, you know what? Haven't seen that movie, but all I know is that IRL they ate each other. Yeah, well, in that in the in the movie they di- they didn't go too deep on it, which is good. But they did. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple of like real fucked up stories from their time in the boat where they had to like draw straws to kill one to eat. Ugh. Yeah, um, but uh, th- that movie made like a fish on the deck and flopped. And, uh It's too bad because I I thought it was kind of neat. I thought Ron did an okay yeah. job, but it's a fascinating book. Um, well, hopefully he'll bounce back with this little indie movie he's doing next <laughs> called Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a good life ahead of him. Um, and and uh, Arrest Development season six or whatever the new season. He's got mm-hmm. more to look forward to. Um, so uh, where were we? Oh, so uh, uh, back whale facts. Oh, head full of oil, mermaids. So do you think that? It would be worse to have human ears underwater or mermaid ears on land, I guess. I, well, okay. So my thought is, is that it's probably better to be a human going into the water in some ways, because I think there's less culture shock 
Like, it's a different, it's a different culture for sure, but I feel like you don't really have the same technology to worry about. You're not going to have, like, the overwhelming, like, constant struggle of, like, social media pressures. Um, you're not going to have taxes. I guess I what think do you, a lot wait, of things you, become similar. We don't similar. know what's happening yeah, down what do you in assume Atlantis. About Atlantis. All of those things. I assume that it is uh, 100% free love, no... <laughs> No money-based society. I'm assuming taxes are very high there. Petting fish and oh, okay. eating seaweed and e- eating lobsters wrong. Yeah. Oh eating man, lobsters wrong. I can't wait for the scene where they're eating lobsters together with with her family, and Tom Hanks is using a very delicate fork to scoop the meat out, and he's like, "Sorry, <laughs> that's just where we eat it when I come from." Yeah. All I mean, the more I don't people at the restaurant are like eat. grossed out. Yeah. This is the question that I had when we read that um, mermaid novel, too, and they were, like, eating stew, and we're like, how is the stew staying right. in the bowls? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, That's similar questions about that. But if we're just I... talking broad strokes, I think it's much cooler to be a person going into the water and becoming a person than the other way around. I mean, I think that I think so too, but I think that's probably just because I like the idea of traveling. So I like the idea of yeah. seeing what it would be like to be. Whereas, like, it, it, that seems more fun than just having a girlfriend who doesn't know not to run into traffic, which seems very stressful. Well, mm. and also she cries at Bonanza. Like yeah. the world is going to be a terrible place for her. <laughs> it's going to be so hard yeah. when she figures out what we're actually doing to whales. <laughs> I mean, there is like so. I just watched or uh, rewatched the uh, the Abyss a few oh, weeks ago because yeah. my fiance had never seen it. We watched that last and year for what month? So it's it's a real like I almost kind of assume that this is like a shared universe. Like they're going sure. to the city from the end of the Abyss at the end. Uh, well, it's so weird that. That was kind of cool. That is kind of uh, cool. It's I, go to that kind of like futuristic, like sea dis- like utopia. I mean, it's weird that they're going to Atlantis since Atlantis was a human city that sunk. So, like, mm. it seems like it's still built for, like, old humans. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's, like, humans down there. Like, you get to live forever under the sea and be a human. That seems Yeah. Cool. Maybe he's not the only, like, human boy toy that's been brought down there. Oh, so there'd be, like, a, there'd be a time where they, like, go to, like, a party and uh, it's, like, all her mermaid friends and he's in the corner with the people. And it's just him and the other human bros that are like, yeah, it's kind of a weird. How's the how's the how's it going for you? How's the culture shock? And then they just talk about stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's probably how that goes, right? Yeah. Probably is. Sit around and talk about like. So, uh, you've been able to get through the shell of a lobster yet? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Tough. That was a uh, Deep Blue by Jennifer Connelly that we read last year with the, with the stew, right? Yes. That was you. I think it, mm-hmm. yeah, you were on that for sure. Cool, yeah, that was a what month pick from last month. We also watched Free the Eternal Summer, which is the uh, homoerotic anime that was really fun. And then uh, we also watched Waterworld. La- uh, oh, that was two years ago. We watched Waterworld two years ago. Oh, Waterworld! My God, that that stunt show at Universal yeah. Studios. Oh, is everybody the knows best that. of times. Just the greatest time you can imagine. Although the last that. time I tried to go there and watch it with my parents, it got rained out and I was sad. What? That's How could awful. you rain out Waterworld? Well, it's yeah, bad for their pyrotechnics. Oh, that's fair. And probably it gets slippery. Man, so we've got to save those stuntmen. We also watched the mermaid. Sh- so we've done one mermaid topic every wet month, too. So. Uh-huh. Man, what month well, is we did Just Add Water. We did H2O Just yeah, Add Water. Yeah, that was two water, years ago. Which exactly. was also great. I am like so in on all these like mermaid tales. 
You know, I kind of enjoyed that one as well. I think my like my hatred of mermaids has turned into like a like gentle amusement most of the time. Um, of course, I still pictured them as teenage manatees. My favorite part about H2O Just Had Water, though, was that they were teenagers, so they all hung out at a bar, but it was a juice bar. Yes. <laughs> that was so cute. Um, uh, also, I like thinking about in this one, because we've done all this mermaid stuff now, and it's like he's going into the mermaid world or she's going into the human world, what it would be like if it was other creatures. Because like, mermaids seem like a fun one that everyone likes, but if, if like she was a centaur... And then she was like, no, I'm going to kiss you and you're going to have a horse butt and we're going to run through the fields now. <laughs> That'd be less fun. Or what's yeah, the eagle head? Centaurs are less fun. Yeah, like a griffin. Yeah, she, <laughs> he just falls in love with the sexy griffin. No part of her is actually human. <laughs> I mean, a harpy is like bird butt lady head and boobs. Yeah. Really? Or yeah. like a, like oh. a Medusa is oh, another oh, kind of, of that that uh ilk uh-huh i thought the medusa was or like just a, a lamia is like isn't that like a lion and a lady but they eat like corpses and stuff you probably don't want to oh, be with geez. One of them. well according to these images that i'm finding that's lamia is a half snake half lady with boobs okay yeah but still boobs i mean key point here. well this is these are anime drawings this is deviant art and everything oh. on deviant art has boobs yeah okay well i mean Search Tom Hanks in DVD. <laughs> oh, we didn't really talk too much about this. I mean, young Tom, Tom Hanks, isn't that like borderline shocking now? It like, is amazing. I, because yeah. I, when I think of young Tom Hanks, I mean, this was the one I've probably seen him in the most, but I feel like the image is more of like the like big, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He was like like presenting Tom Hanks as like, an overtly like sexy young man yeah. in the movie is like in- kind of insane to me because even in his like rom coms he sort of has that like dad vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's, he's just, like supposed yeah, to be like a hot. young hottie in this movie, and I was like into it. <laughs> just yeah, man. I don't know. I liked him a lot. I thought he was really great. And I, yeah, I also think of him as like like uh, what's uh, the Da Vinci Code. I think of him as like old, oh god, charming, running around guy, not this young wearing stud. a wig. Yeah. I mean, I I just saw Bridge of Spies recently oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, the that. first time, and he is so good in that. Yeah. And uh, it really got me thinking about Tom Hanks as a like. Everyone knows Tom Hanks is great. Everyone loves Tom Hanks, but yeah. I don't think people really talk about how great Tom Hanks actually is. Like he never gets pinned <laughs> into like the con- the conversations. Like when people mention like the greatest actors, like people don't talk about Tom Hanks. No, but they but should. He's so they, they versatile. Should. Yeah, and I, like, wait, so he, the premise of this argument you're making is Tom, Tom Hanks is universally beloved, but also still underrated. Well, yeah, because yes. people don't think of him as like a serious actor. They don't talk about him as like a yeah. Denzel Washington. You know, they don't or talk like about a Pacino. Him. Yeah, as, yeah, as a Pacino and, and like, or, or De Niro used like to Pacino be. Would, yeah, yeah, exactly. Guy, like you look at like Pacino and De Niro, guys who did great work and have just been phoning it in for the last twenty years. Tom Hanks is doing like some of his best work recently, That's and he true. like he's done that through his entire yeah. career. It's you're right, you're right. I have no, I have nothing bad to say about Thomas the Hank Engine. I just think that your point is that he's already beloved, so like we don't have to love him even more. I feel like you're. But like, he's not critically acclaimed. He hasn't like somehow reached the type of uh, like public consciousness as as a great artist. 
just like yeah. as a great person. I think part, and partly it's just because he plays a lot, he does a lot of like fun movies where he's fun and he he should just he needs to do more things where he's sad and then people will love him. And he's also like a two time Academy Award winning actor. Like yeah, he has the credits to back it up, but it's just so weird that he doesn't go into that conversation. Like if you asked anybody who's a better actor, Al Pacino or Tom Hanks, they would probably laugh at first and then be like, wait a minute. Holy shit, that's a pretty good question. Like, I, I think that this like, is your dream is that somebody reaction. on the street will just stop you and be like, "Hey, Anthony, who's a better actor, Tom Hanks or Robert De Niro?" Just they, you just want that opportunity all the time. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting question that people don't consider a lot. They don't pit him in that category. I agree. I agree. Right, well, let's hear your opinion. Uh, who is Tom Hanks better than? Go to readdeathsweep.com. Uh, <laughs> you can send us some feedback or on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, that's lightning bonus round and. Uh, we are now going to wrap things up with our minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. So, Anthony, you're up first. What is your last um, nice thing for Splash? Uh, I I did just talking about Tom Hanks. Talking about Ron Howard earlier mm-hmm. too. Um, this is like his first movie, and it's a really like solid debut. I yeah. think. And mm-hmm. I, I just the whole time I kept thinking, uh, like Ron Howard to me is like Ron Howard, the director of Apollo 13, and uh, all these other like classics, you know? yeah. Uh, and it must have been so weird, like to go from like for, at this time he was Opie and that guy from Happy Days, <laughs> right? Yeah. And now he's like raw. Like it's so weird. Like I didn't. I'm almost glad I didn't see any of that. Like I just know him as Ron Howard. But it is strange to think about like what that must have been like. Uh, so like my biggest compliment, I guess, is good on Ron Howard. Made good. Uh, (laughs) showed a lot of promise with this movie yeah strong debut uh my minor compliment uh well two super minor mini minor compliments one is uh tom hanks wore the widest tie i've ever seen Um, oh my god yeah i can't i think it was either a wide tie or two ties or just his tie um and then the bottom half was also so wide that when they landed next to each other, it looked like he was wearing a whole vest worth of tie. It was like an ascot. <laughs> was, but that wedding ascot. had like a real like British wedding vibe because it looked like he was in like a morning coat. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. British I men mean, wear to very posh weddings. His clothing option is kind of cr- like the first scene you see him as an adult, he's wearing like a raincoat. Oh my god, that open. little tiny little parka. Oh it's yeah, like high waisted like corduroys. <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest outfit, but it looks really good. Yeah, but he plays it well. The other, yeah. my other super minor mini mini minor compliment is uh, when he's trying to. Uh, oh, they get in a fight at the ice skating rink, and she runs off, and he tries to chase after her while still wearing the ice skates. And the security guard is like, "No, you can't go out there. Those are rentals." And then he tries to leave anyway, and the security guard tackles him. And then the best part is while Tom Hanks is yelling at the mermaid, the security guard is trying to pull off the rental skates. Like, all he cares about is getting the ice skates. Yeah, and he's also like, leave her alone, which is really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone is also, like, very... Like, we said that there's... It was, like, this kind New York, but everyone is, like, really decent in this movie, which is very funny because when you see it walking through Times Square, it's, like, a very seedy Times Square. Yeah, There's, like, adult movies being advertised and stuff, and... It's so funny that everyone there is just like this big old sweetheart. Like, yeah, be nice well, to her. Also, also, give me those skates. It's also like a weird uh, kind. Of, it makes the ending more impactful with like how cold and harsh the scientists are. Yeah. yeah. At the end, like I, I was really kind of surprised in the last act, like how how kind of dark and like her tail is like shedding, oh, shedding the thing. and the thing. Oh yeah, her mucus is wearing off. 
<laughs> There's some really dark images in the last act of this movie. Yeah. It's pretty gross. All right, Sarah, minor compliment. Uh, well, my compliment is going to be for Miss Daryl Hannah, mm. who I feel like, I don't know if I could name another thing that she did. She, she sort of feels like she wasn't really in the public conversation that long. Yeah, she Kill was, Bill. Was she in that pirate movie we yeah, watched? Yeah, she is in Kill Bill, and she's great in Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like that was also sort of this weird, like, comeback role for her. Yeah. Like, she in this movie, obviously, so incredibly beautiful. Like, what a great like casting mm-hmm. choice for a mermaid because she looks fantastic underwater too she serves yeah. up like great face underwater constantly which cannot be easy when you're <laughs> no. in a giant tail and so many extensions but she looks amazing yeah. but more importantly than that i think she gives like a great performance as mm-hmm. like she makes this character seem very believable which is insane when yeah. she's such a like on the page like a real manic pixie dream girl type like she makes her seem like a very real vulnerable like kind person and that is part of what i think i really responded to as like a little girl watching this and what i love now like i love things that champion kindness as like a strength yeah yeah and i think that she she portrays that so well in this movie she was also in wall street and a walk to remember and sense eight her um Underwater acting in this movie. There's some really long shots, especially oh my in like, God, the first so act. Long. That like the thing about like you know you have a scuba guy gives her a breath of air, you hit say action, and then she's like there until someone comes down and puts a rebreather back in her mouth. Like that's yeah. such a crazy way of acting, uh, and she really does pull it off so convincingly. Especially like she's looking through the maps and everything. It's yeah, you can't see her like holding her breath. Yeah. She gives the impression that she is breathing underwater, which is that's incredible. That's such a difficult, such a difficult thing to do. Yeah, she's wonderful. I just I think this there's like this weird like I know this movie is like very beloved by people, but I feel like it's sort of tossed off as kind of a joke, like critically. Mm -hmm. And I think she's so great in it. I just wanted to give her give her some props. Love you, Daryl. Wherever you are, I know you're a big (laughs) fan of this pod. I mean, if anybody's going to be from this movie, it's probably her. <laughs> I would be more surprised if Eugene Levy was like, man, I've been here since episode 200. <laughs> I just really like what you're doing. Uh, also, you know what? If, if they were listening, I think her and Tom would feel like they'd been vindicated by our show. So <laughs> yeah, finally some people sticking up for them. Right, everybody that is it for our show thank you so much for joining us we're going to be back again next week uh so thank you especially to all of our meat buddies and to daryl and tom for listening um uh, we're gonna be back again next week next week we're talking about pirates of the caribbean colon dead man tell no tales oh shit yeah i know we're watching the newest pirates <laughs> movie uh that has been not the one with the mermaid well there might be mermaids in it it's new it's not Mm-mm. there was mermaids the in the last it. one yeah oh, okay the really bad one i mean Anthony, have you seen all the ones? I have seen all of them through the last one, yeah. So the only one you I haven't have seen, seen is, this is this one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have the only one I saw is the first one, so I'm gonna jump from the first one to oh, this one. Oh, the first one's good. The first yeah, one's the first pretty one, good. The first one I I have a lot of fondness for. And yeah, I me too. Like one of the best like four quadrant blockbuster movies ever made. It's oh, and- really 
And all of our expectations were like less than zero. So I think it was like easy to be blown out of the water by that one. Because we're like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into it when we talk about the movie. But how they fucking fucked up this franchise is the most crazy thing. It's fascinating. Just such a slam dunk. Just make Indiana Jones with pirates. (laughs) Separate adventures. But they went so it's crazy. This yeah. franchise. They it was a big swing and a miss. So I can't yeah. wait to find to watch that next week. It's gonna be weird. I think we're gonna go see it in the dollar theater, which would be kinda neat. Um, first time for the show. Anyway, uh, and you can help us pick the the rest of our uh, wet month episodes. We have three other ones that are not finalized. I have I, there's some clear leaders, but we there's a close race for the for the last two as usual. So go to readersweet.com slash meet buddies or go to ee.stream. To become a meat buddy, and you can. Forgot we bought that. Yeah, I did. It already redirects. It's working. <laughs> um, that'll get you to uh, the meat buddy donation page. And remember, you don't have to use PayPal, so you don't have to try to figure out what your PayPal stuff was or give any money to PayPal or whatever. It's just straight donations. So we appreciate it. Um, and while you're there, I mean, check out the whole new website. I put a lot into work, a lot of work into the new website, and I think it is pretty shiny and pretty cool. Um, it's got. Uh, as far as features go, it's mostly just easier to do the same things you could do before. Although I wrote a history of the show for the about page that I'm really proud of, so it's kind of a fun uh, history of the show there. Um, it's very good. Yeah, and a lot of uh, yeah, it's fun. There's a lot of good stuff there. Um, so check that out. Read just comment and uh, thank you as always at Anthony Lopez Part Two. PTG thank you for having me. And at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. This was like a real delight to have an excuse to, to get into I feel again. like you've done a, a large percentage of our mermaid work. Love mermaids. I, like... I myself am a terrible swimmer, so I love watching people who are great at it. <laughs> do you well, that, ha- Do you feel like you're also you? like uh, uh, a terrible swimmer because no one's no mermaids have kissed you yet? Yeah, I'm still still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> For Mr. Rightfish or Mr. Right Whale. Ah, so close. Just waiting for Mr. Right Whale to come by. All right, that's (laughs) it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye.